When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Slobber Knockers, the show where three fans get off the couch and on the mics to talk all things football. With your hosts, Joshua Toomey, Gene Vogel, and yours truly, Baco. Welcome to Slobber Knockers, the show hosted by three musicians, three podcasters, Two fans and Gene. I had to do it one more time with with uh, our boy Toomey here, Gene. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, Gene, I, I dropped it in the last episode. Uh, I got to give credit to Toomey because he brought it up uh, in a private conversation we had. So hopefully he's not going to be too mad at me. But how are you with uh, the fact that we've basically turned your name into a verb? Like we're going <laughs> to vogel a game, which means that we're going to like, eh, you know, if it keeps my attention, I'll, I'll stick around. But other than that, you know. Those leaves ain't gonna rake themselves. <laughs> you got to prioritize. You're gonna let your, you're gonna watch your team disappoint you. Or you're gonna get something done. <laughs> I'm hard to well, disappoint. Yeah, the uh, when the Eagles were whooping up on the Titans a couple weeks ago, I texted uh, good old Baco there. I was like, I'm about to Vogel this game. <laughs> I can go re- I'm going to go re- record a podcast. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. That's right. <laughs> so I, I dropped it in the last episode when you uh, put family ahead of us. Uh, Here, here's me. the trick is when your team sucks, you hit the mute button because you don't need to listen to those hunyucks anyhow. They're just spewing about how awesome Mike White is and he's the future of the NFL. So you mute them fucking dumbasses and you put on a record and you watch your team completely mm-hmm. sink their sh- battleship. That's how I watch NASCAR and hockey and basketball. But Right. I so it's I, I sometimes, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like, okay, I got to pick up the needle because I'm something happened. And I want to hear what these guys have to say about it. But usually it's the same kind of dumb crap, anyhow. Sure. You know, unless you have like a national game that's important and you got the good announcers, a lot of those guys, are, it's like, what podcast did they pull these idiots from? Because they're not very good. You know, we've never touched on that. The, the, I don't think the greatest announcer is that far from the worst. I don't get the Tony Romo money or the money they're giving Tom Brady. All these, it's like, Okay, so does anybody literally tune like other than John Madden, maybe, but like in Monday Night Football when it had its kind of like heyday, people would actually tune in no matter who was playing. But now it's about the matchups, right? I mean, nobody gives a fuck that like Tony Romo's got a sore throat once again. You know, it's like, look, I, I don't get me wrong. I like there's guys I like better than other ones, but I I, I just don't think it matters that. It seems yeah, like a, a horrible investment. No masters of the trade anymore. It seems like you just got a, a lot of wannabes. Nobody's taking the crown. And that's just what the, the where we're at. Everybody's got a pussyfoot around. You can't say this. You can't say that. And this is the new world order as far as all that goes. That's why you just... Were there the really button, that many edgy play-by-play guys or color guys in sports? Come on. <laughs> it's not like, oh, well, I, can, I can't say slobber knocker anymore. I'm going to piss off some little... No, I just don't think it's it's just... It's never been edgy. It's just, but I'm with you. I think like guys like Al Michaels, you know, um, you're not really getting those guys anymore. Or maybe uh, I can't remember the, the the NBC guy that he didn't really do a lot of football though. But 
Oh God, he wins the sports semi basically every year. Bob Costas. Bob Costas, yes. Uh, yeah, but but you're also you, you know who knows what's going to happen with some of these younger guys, you know, because uh, Collinsworth, you know, kind of sowed his oats for a long time before he kind of became who he is now. But I don't know. I, I don't know that, that. I don't think we should be going all cancel culture on <laughs> color color commentators in, in in sports. So I do think it's funny and and a little bit on Gene's side of the when you turn the game on and it's like Spiroditas and like some other hack that I've never heard of before and I'm like oh god I'm like is this how this is where we rank on the on the yeah, uh, that's the, the best part it's today. like you know nobody's watching your game when you get certain color guys but you get uh, like the one the one week like the, they're trying out the new team and shit like that and you're man. like oh god like this is how far down the pecking order the uh, the Titans games are you know who gets shit on a lot that I like is Akib Talib. Uh, but he's the one guy that sounds like who he is, you know? Yeah, I mean, do I want... I mean, Greg Olson is the fucking... On the A-team for Fox now. I think it's because they're... they're Are they the ones that signed Brady? But, like, yeah. that guy is literally as interesting as his name. You know, it's like <laughs> you, you are the most boring... And, look, he does a fine job. I don't really have a problem with it. You know, it's not one of those things. But Akib Talib kind of had a little spice to him, a little, you know, a little urban edge to what he did but he gets just fucking shredded because he doesn't pronounce every word the right way and i don't know i like it i love charles davis too i think you and i talked about that a week yeah, or two charles ago davis is great. yeah he uh, so always smiles <laughs> uh so i, I want to start the, the show off by saying both of our teams did the same exact thing this weekend mm. we wouldn't have of clinched the division by beating up on a team that we normally beat up on but we would have had a pretty clear path. We would have. We to, would have. Wait, well, you know, we would have won. If we would have won, our magic number was one. We had to yeah. either win one more game or the Jaguars lose one more game. Now it's three. Like, it's it's flip-flopped oh, around. It's wow. unreal. And because of the, the math and all the other nonsense. But basically, teams that you our, – our teams normally just, just take to the woodshed mm-hmm. gave it to us this weekend. And I'm just like, ugh. Ridiculous, hey, we stopped by them the first time we played them. The, the the first time we played them this season, I should say, with the new coach and all that, uh, Detroit, they, they took us to the end of the game, I think, if no. I remember correctly. And it was it a three-point difference? Close to a walk-off. It was like a four- or five-point win, but one of our bigger victories, uh, point-wise. <laughs> uh, now, now, on that, I did have an interesting st- uh, statistic. Everybody's making um, a big deal out of the, uh, the Vikings' point differential because it's horrible. And now it is kind of historic in the fact that we have 10 wins and, and we actually have a negative point differential. But I thought this was very interesting. Right now, there uh, of the 14 teams that would qualify for the playoffs today, six of them have a negative point differential. One of them is the Tennessee Titans. Uh, uh-huh. And the Minnesota Vikings have the best one of all of them. Now, again, we have 10 wins, so it does kind of make it a little worse. But Tennessee... Uh, a negative 35, the New York Giants, negative 33, the L.A. Chargers, negative 31, Tampa Bay, negative 30. I don't think we can even count them, though. Uh, and Washington, negative three. And while we've won a lot of close games, when we have lost, I mean, well, fucking A, 37-point loss to Dallas is really what's killing us on that. But uh, anyway, so maybe maybe uh, uh, the silver lining for Viking fans is it doesn't matter. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, we're, we're still probably on – path to get a number two or number three seed we should host a playoff game but fucking a that defense i don't know man there's too many good players on our defense that that i think they have five games in a row now giving up over 400 yards and uh yeah gene 
it it bent and broke this uh, this last Sunday. <laughs> oh yeah, it shattered. Yeah, it was disgusting. And again, Completely. it's the big plays. They're, it's just like well, our defense is designed to stop the big play. So I'm like, to me, again, I hate saying stuff like this because I think the in in Egan there, where the the Vikings headquarters is at, everybody in that room is a better defensive football mind than I am. But to me, this seems schematic. It's like. I saw somebody on ESPN talking about, like, the Vikings play the most off coverage, which means they're, like, 10 yards off on a snap, and they give up the most pass yards per play because of that. Well, stop fucking doing it, man. I mean, you're already getting burned. (laughs) You might as well fucking press these guys and get burned. At least maybe something will happen. I don't know. Maybe their experience, the repetition will make it better. If they just keep doing it over and over, they'll get better at it, is what their mindset is. It's the, the, uh, the what is it, the definition of insanity. <laughs> doing the Literally what they said on ESPN. The results. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's sad. And it shows that how important Harrison is to that. Yeah, that that's, that's it. But look, I mean, maybe he gives one or two plays happen that, that he would have covered, but that. Look, he was in the last the four games ahead before that. So uh, no, and, and yeah, it's not. I'm not saying it's 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 a it's all on him as far as I mean. Yeah, our defense is garbage, and it's been that way since game two. It should uh, be able to get just, significantly better without. And by the way, significantly better would still be a bad defense. I just I, yeah. We're, are we 32 now of 32? I think so. Official? I think we we edged out the Lions by like point three yards per game. Um. Yeah, Cousins fucking tears it up. Plays probably his best game of the year. <laughs> Jefferson sets the team record for single season yards, and this is a team that has had fucking Ahmad Rashad, Anthony Carter, Chris Carter, Randy Moss. We've had fucking receivers, and he just set the single game record going up against those guys, and we can't even talk about it. Does this feel like a 10-3 and team coming off a loss? It feels like this whole season, uh, Gene, uh, is that, like, whenever we win, it's like, feels good. Let's, let's, let's fix some things going into next week. And then when we lose, it's like, we are never going to win again. It's just like, I, it's just, I don't remember us ever having this good of a record and feeling like shit after one loss. That's really all it is. Well, the Titans are on a three-game losing streak for the first time since 2018, and they're about about ready to burn the buildings down down there. So, no. <laughs> now, yeah, the Titans—they were winning that game uh, going into halftime. Was this, I didn't get to see any of the highlights, largely because. I was sad and I checked out. <laughs> and plus, we had Spiritus and. Gus Johnson on the call. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Gus Johnson's really good. We didn't have much but, uh, better. I can't remember who was calling ours. It was a couple of guys. <laughs> um, I mean, basically, the, the, you know, they're blaming offensive coordinator. They're blaming this. They're blaming that. I mean, the, the only thing you can blame on this one was four turnovers that led to twenty points. Like we, and it wasn't even like the same thing every time. It was like a muff, a muffed, uh, not a, 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 a fumbled snap, an interception, a fumble. You know, uh, Derrick Henry fumbled once. Like it's just like. It, it, it was just a, a you know a, a football follies out there at one point. It just it was bananas like trying to watch this game and you know giving them life and short fields and they did the whole like scored at the right before the half and then came out and scored again. You know all that nonsense like that uh, you know that that fourteen point swing there. I you know I thought because I mean if you look at the first quarter, I mean Henry ran for ninety six yards in the first quarter, so he, he ended up he had a, a bounce back game. And no, he had a bounce back quarter. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. And then he just went back to normal, Dick Derrick Henry. Yeah. But then the play calling also went back to normal Titans play calling because he saw the ball like three times in the second half. Like it mm. is, it, it's mind boggling what they are doing down there. But I mean, first quarter, you know, throwing the ball around, looking good, you know, uh, they did throw that pick or whatever. And then, you know, Jack, you know, Jacksonville tied it up seven to seven. And then we went up 14 to seven. And then it was just all hell went to all hell broke loose on the Jaguar side. Mm. And uh, the one thing that's crazy, man, it, it, if you ever watch a team tackle Derrick Henry, Every time they do it, they feel like they've won the Super Bowl. Like they, they. I mean, they, they, <laughs> well, they might as well. Ta- you're, you're talking a good tackle because a lot of times, no, they tackle any tackle okay. on him. They might as well like every time they tackle him, all run to the end zone for the you know interception cam oh, or whatever right. that thing is. You know that because they just get so hyped. It's so crazy to watch a watch a team get so pumped. But uh, <laughs> after losing three games, man, it's like it, it it makes it now to where if Jackson, it's like one of those deals. If Jacksonville wins out. And then we lose out, they win the division. Like it's it's and <laughs> it's so fucked. And you're and we're just like, what the fuck is going on around here? We were seven and three and now we're seven and six. And the the only the only thing that, that kind of uh you know is comforting is the fact that we were down like eight starters in this game. Okay. That hopefully most of them will be back next week and you know get get everything back together but i think that goes back to and i heard you guys talk a little bit about john robertson's john robinson's firing last mm-hmm. week uh the gm getting fired and i think that's one of his big things it's like missing on so many first round picks you know not signing picks that he you know picks that 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 worked out well but like let him walk in free agency not not replacing them right and then you know this is the second what about year in a row AJ brown yeah and then aj the aj brown thing happened jesus christ um it's funny because people online like, I bet the Titans are regretting that decision now. And I'm like, no, we regretted it as soon as it happened. Like, it's not like I don't think anybody was celebrating that trade at the time. um, When that trade happened, you know, we we picked later in the draft that night. And I had actually like I'd watched the draft, you know, had a little pizza or whatever. (laughs) And I was like, I'm going to go lay down and just watch the rest of the first round and, you know, go to bed. Fuck, I'm laying in bed, and all of a sudden, it's like, Tennessee Titan has traded A.J. Brown for, you know, Philadelphia's first pick. I had to get up. I was on the phone with friends. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? You know, like, like pacing around the house and didn't get good sleep that, that night. Thank you, John Robinson. But, uh, but you know, we're the, this is the, this will be the second year in a row where we will have, on, we had the most players play a snap for us on the, in the league last year, like 91. Wow. Uh, going into the game last week, or coming out of the game last week, I think we were at eighty or eighty-one players that have played this year for us. So it's just like it's like if we could just I, the one thing I'm excited about with John Robinson going is it gives us another opportunity to give Mike Vrabel a squad. Like if he can, you know, I would like to give him an actual squad that's not on IR and washed-up receivers and everything else. Aaron Rodgers uh, is going is the hot rumor. Um, traded well, in. He the was the hot rumor last the, year. So yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's, he did buy property. He bought property in Nashville. That was the big thing. In general, he's just hot. You know what I mean? Uh, ladies, well, ladies love him. So uh, good looking guy. Uh, yeah, we we had um a good amount of uh, significant injuries. Uh, like our left tackle's been out since the Dallas game, and I saw the numbers on what Dalvin Cook averages w- with him and without him. It's it's amazing. Our center too, by the way, who's been a disappointment until this season. Suddenly he's a freaking all pro. Um, he was also missing, but Kirk Cousins held in there and and played better than he had all year. So I'm not going to attack it on them. 
Yeah, we, we, we lost Harrison Smith for the game with the neck injury. I think Zadarius Thomas, or Zadarius Smith, I'm sorry, is, is uh, he's a little dinged up or something. He just isn't as effective as he was the first you know eight, nine games of the season. Uh, for Viking fans, and if we actually have any that listen to the show, my silver linings would be we still didn't make a lot of mistakes, not a lot of penalties. We don't beat ourselves. Typically, if you can do that kind of stuff, you're going to – I think it's why we won as many games as we have. It's a big part of it. But, man, that defense is – it's trending the wrong way. Um, and they're not taking play-calling duties away. And we have two other solid defensive coaches. We have Mike Pettin, uh former head coach in the league, been a defensive coordinator, and Mike Smith. I think it would be a pretty smooth transition to go, well, we let one of these guys call a game at, uh, at Don, Donna Shell, Donna Shell defense. It's a uh, shell defense. But. <laughs> Do you feel that, that that was the reason that we did the onside kick was because he had zero 100%. trust in the defense? That's why we, yeah. we, we had that punt that landed inside the 10 and it went. There was a penalty though. The Lions did what the Lions do, so it went from fourth and six to fourth and one, and then we don't make the conversion. And it's just like God, it would have been better just to leave that punt down there. And then, uh, but he, even with that onside kick though, I'm like, it's the same fucking deal. The best case scenario is you stop them and they're almost in field goal range. That's the best scenario, right? And if you kick it. Well, you can do that same best scenario when they're a lot fucking further away. But I don't know. I, I think they were just worried about whatever. There was a handful of those. That weird pass with Dalvin Cook, Dalvin <laughs> to, Cook yeah. to Johnny Munt turned into it going into the half. And then, of course, you know, it's like, well, you got you don't leave. 40 seconds on the clock before half with the ball inside the 20 when you got Jared Goff coming at you. Yeah, he just carves us up. Fucking, they score a touchdown and whatever. Like, it was just a shit show. I, I was, I, I was embarrassed um, and, and sad. I, I felt. Sh- I went. I built a penalty box in my house just so I could go sit in it uh, for being a fan. I, I took a two minute penalty, a two, two minute minor for watching that game. Anyway, um. Well, I didn't have any news and notes. Uh, Tom Brady is going to either – you're either going to have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers as a Titan quarterback next year. That's my theory. I'm, I'm leaning for Rodgers, and if I was you, I'd probably want him over Brady right now. I don't, I don't even know if I want either of them. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. Um, well, Tannehill, so finally they, they can dump him without taking a big cap hit, right? Uh, they can move on anyway. Uh, they actually broke down the um, numbers, and I think it's, I think it's not too crazy this year. But I honestly, uh, in in I will, you know, I will defend him. You know, the whole sack, you know, like the 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 graph Gene sent out earlier to us all about the sacks numbers and stuff. Like he, it, like when he has a clean pocket and mm-hmm. has a second to throw the ball, he's fine. Sure, but like when he's just like snap, uh, you know, like snap sack. And then that's like, honestly that's most quarterbacks. That's, yeah, like you give any NFL quarterback a few, uh, you know, a couple of seconds to go through his progressions, he's probably going to find somebody. But he's um, very Kirk Cousins esque. I, I don't yeah. think he's a bad quarterback by any means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, on top of that, you really you can't trade away everybody. <laughs> right. I know Julio Jones didn't help out much last year, but he was better than I don't know. No, he was no, he was just a name like. 
he was not good last year. He had like 400 yards, and I think he caught a touchdown mm. in the last game of the year. Nice. So I heard that on the on the TV earlier. They were talking about like the the when we had AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I was like, they only played like so I think like 11 games together <laughs> because either one or the other were hurt, and you know it was it was never it was never it, on paper that sounds awesome. But in reality, it was sure. Non-existent. I don't think letting him go was the big mistake. AJ Brown was, but no, if you're going to get rid of both of them, you got nobody really. I mean, it's just like uh, I'm not sure what you got. Who are your number one receivers? Let's uh, break it down for the fans. Well, that would be well Traylon Burks, who got it, got his head knocked off by the Philadelphia Eagles. The cheaters. Um, the, well, I mean that 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 guy didn't even get a fucking fine for that hit, by the way. But uh, he, you know, he so he got a concussion in that game. So he was out last week. Like when he's in the game, he's fine. But he, you know, he got turf toe already, and then he got a concussion. Uh, so Traylon Burks, the rookie, and you know he's actually making plays at the end of the year here. Uh, we got thousand-year-old Robert Woods coming off ACL surgery. Uh, undrafted free agent Nick Westbrook Akine from uh, you know the you know from the hotbed Indiana University. Mm, yes. Um, let's see. Fourth would be like Cody Hollister or. Uh, Chris Connolly. We're really uh, going deep on the depth chart. Uh, let's see who we got. <laughs> I just asked who your number one receiver was. Kyle Phillips is on IR right now. You know, fifth round draft pick out of UCLA. Uh, scrappy white guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, all these household names. I mean, you know, you guys follow. If you didn't follow him as a Titan, at least you followed him in college. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, yeah, like they I, were uh, just j- jumping off the paper. Yeah, the, you could fit the amount of time I spend watching college football in a trip to Target. <laughs> uh, so. Anyway, well, well, if you're uh, with my wife, that's a long time. Fair enough. <laughs> Every time I am with her, it is a long time. And bum, 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 yeah. uh, right, oh, two two cheap wish. shots at you. I, I'm not sure I feel comfortable with Where's that. The, well, I was looking for the the, hey, the come on, Gene. Horn. There we go. <laughs> that's, well, that's actually the noise I make after sex every time. <laughs> <laughs> I do it before. I like to scream, do you like that at my wife? After I, I say it's Russell Wilson time, <laughs> oh and then I get in there. <laughs> Let's ride. <laughs> uh, hey, now, I, I was thinking about this. I'm not sure if this is accurate, but I believe this is only the second time all season um, that we both our teams are coming off a loss. Is that? I know the 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 second week of the year, we, you guys I mean, lost. I get um, it. You guys only lost twice this year. I, uh, no, this is the third time. But <laughs> right. uh, you've only got five losses, man. It's not over. Six. Oh, sorry. I thought it was it five. <laughs> All right. Well, if we got nothing else, Gene, you want to chime in, or we're getting to the picks here? Now uh, let's get to the picks. All right. Well, uh, now it's it's just, it's weird because like uh, we're looking at week fifteen. And normally, I mean, it wasn't that long ago where it's like, well, only two games left, but there's four games left to play, boys. Um, well, picks you on standings. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Let's uh, push pause and go to the, the standings. Gene, do you have that for us? I do. I have it right here. Um, as far as the three of us, I am at number four on top of the two of you. Mm. Baco, you made up some ground. Now go ahead and say mm-hmm. that like yeah, you're in first place. It's one, two, three. Okay. Mm. I'm in first place of the three of us. <laughs> Baco, you are in second place, four games behind. I'm sorry, five games behind. Oh, I had a brutal week. I don't know about you guys. Six and six. You or actually s- gained a spot, though. You were seven last week. Now you're in tie. You're mm, tied for six. Nice. And then uh, Derek Henry Stiff Farm is at uh, 15th. 
and lost lost a spot, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, and how about the, the how about the overall board? Two, what seven and eight, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I step on your Sinzak uh, burn there? Was that a burn? I thought I was just keeping score here. It's how many uh, how many games has Sinzak picked right this year? Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, yes. All right. So, what about the overall bracket uh, board? What are we at? What are the leaders anyway? Give us the top three or four. Top three or four. Ah, uh, let's see. The Steel Curtain is still, damn, riding high. Four Coming big for games you, behind. Four games behind is Leslie. Leslie picked up some ground at riding number two all by herself. Uh, Aaron Martell is five games behind at, with number three locked up. And yours truly at number four with six games behind. Mm, just a bragger. That's all you are. And then right. number five is Brian Davis. He is eight <laughs> games back from the Steel Curtain. Uh, damn good There's movie memories uh, podcast. He's he still uh, he still got that pretty locked up pretty locked up fairly tight. All right. Actually, I, I suppose uh, Leslie made up a little bit of ground, but yeah, well, I did not. I I uh, I got no horse in the race. Uh, good luck to everybody. But uh, yeah, let's get into the picks, man. So uh, kind of a goofy week this week. Uh, we have Saturday games and Sunday games. So uh, this is a, a good good weekend to have the wife away and be home alone. Um, the first game we got then on Thursday night though it kicks off with San Francisco heading up the Pacific Coast Highway to uh, the Windy City, Seattle, to take on the Seahawks. So if we got one, two, three, uh, so it goes Gene, me, and you uh, to me. Gene, Baco, to me is our pick order this week. So, Gene, what do you got? I am going to take San Francisco to go in there. They had a pretty good game. Um, so let's uh, let's see if they can ride that into uh, Seattle and keep on winning. I was ready to kind of turn my, my thoughts on San Francisco and, and start giving them a little more respect, and then the, the whole Garoppolo injury happened. Brock Purdy out of Iowa State, uh, another like you know powerhouse college football squad like Indiana, uh, has looked decent in two games. But I am saying this is where it starts to not be Purdy time, and Seattle is going to pull out an upset here. Yeah, I'm going to ride with Baco on this one. I think uh, you know the the Purdy story is Purdy. It's party. Uh, <laughs> it's party. He's literally um, yeah. called Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> yes, and uh, and and the Seahawks are, uh, you know, going through a rough patch or whatever. But they're gonna they're gonna right the ship here with Geno Smith and uh, and, and Seattle will take this game. All right. Uh, the next game up, then we have Baltimore on Saturday afternoon, uh, heading down to Cleveland, a division matchup. Two teams that used to be called the Cleveland Browns. One still is. Uh, this is a, this has Chris Aiken written all over it. Um, he uh, <laughs> would use some foul language and talk about Art Modell, the late Art Modell. Um, Gene, come on. I'm leaning towards spoiler on this one. I think uh, I, I I like Cleveland. I, it's in Cleveland, and they play tough in Cleveland. And Baltimore just you know sometimes uh, can't win though they they can't hold the lead. I. Uh, this is a tough one, but I'm leaning leaning towards Cleveland taking this one at home. Do we know if Pookie's playing? I don't know how hurt he is. I believe he's still hurt. And I think even the backup quarterback got hurt, didn't he? Huntley? Huntley? Yeah. Um, man. All right. If Pookie's not playing, I'm going with the Browns. Yeah, the Browns win this one. Uh, Deshaun Watson... Uh, 
I do love how Browns fans are like, you got to realize he hasn't played in a while and you got to give him some time. Meanwhile, Baker Mayfield's like, hello. Uh, <laughs> he, fucking he was in town for 20 minutes and yeah. he didn't even he didn't even know where to go for the meeting after the uh, the, the media availability after the game. That's amazing. Um, Love it. Uh, yeah, so I got the Browns. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the former Cleveland Browns here. I will take the Baltimore Ravens coming to town. Uh, I, I don't believe that the uh, the Browns have it in, in them. I think the the Ravens are, are on a path to make it to the playoffs and, and uh, you know keep their number one seed in the AFC North. And uh, basically, I'm just picking against the Gene this whole game. So, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the Baltimore Ravens will go into town and uh, reclaim their. The, the, they're going to take all the records with them when they leave because uh, you know those are their records now. Now, this last weekend, Miami had their second game in a row in Southern California. Uh, playing, they, they lost to the Chargers, right? Now, and the word on the street is that they were complaining about the seat warmers not being turned on on their sideline. Uh, which is funny because they love to fucking sit the opposing team in their stadium early in the season in a 140-degree heat. But uh, when it's 55, they need their asses kept warm while they're sitting on the sidelines. So they're going to Buffalo. I don't see... I mean, seriously, if you couldn't handle 55 degrees, <laughs> you're fucking toast. That's supposed to be uh, seven, eight inches of snow. So there's your weather report, Gene. Yeah, and that's what, that's part of the reason I want to pick Buffalo. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, if Dolphins are on a slide. It just, or me, uh, maybe it was cold asses, uh, it, but it, it definitely isn't going to get any warmer up there in Buffalo. So Buffalo's uh, my pick for the win. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're onto something there. I, I think we're starting to look. That Miami's a good team, but like we were talking about, you know, you give Tua a little time, he can do what he can do. But I don't think he's he's not Josh Allen. He's not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's not Kirk Cousins. You know, <laughs> I got Buffalo taking this one again. You, you complain about 55 degrees needing a butt warmer. You can you're 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 not. You're not going to do well in the playoffs against these AFC teams. I think Miami's going to take the sun with them. They're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they've actually, they did kind of like what the, uh, the, the the Cowboys did a few years ago. They're bringing in their own seat warmers to take the Buffalo <laughs> to make sure that they are working properly. And they got the big poofy goats and they got the, you know, the heaters on the sidelines. And, uh, and and yeah, there there there's too much speed on this Miami Dolphins team <laughs> to to be taken down by the uh, the Buffalo Bills. So I'm gonna go with the uh, the 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 home or the uh, away team on this one, the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Uh, you know, it, it seems like you, uh, every one of your picks, every single one is just gonna be the opposite of Gene. Uh, it's, no, a, no. it's a strategy. Uh, all right, Atlanta. Uh, apparently, Marcus Mariota was benched and told that they're going to go with a different... I don't even know who the fuck their, their their backup is. But he left the team facility, and he's not sure he's ever coming back. Um, so the Falcons are heading into New Orleans, where I believe... Uh, is it still Andy Dalton playing? I mean, have we heard from Jameis Winston since week one? Uh, the Falcons at, at the Saints. What do you got, Gene? I'm going with the home team on this one. Saints to... to- <laughs> win for whatever reason they can find, I guess. I got the Falcons. They gotta, they gotta pull this win out and put a little heat on Tom. The six and seven Tom Brady led Buccaneers. Yeah, Tom Brady's sitting there in first place with a six and seven record. Uh, it's within reach. 
<laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Uh, which means they'll host a fucking home playoff game. I hope it's the fucking Cowboys because they uh, they seem to handle them pretty good. Anyway, uh, I got the Falcons. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Atlanta Falcons on this one. The one thing that, that kind of threw me off about this whole Marcus Mariota thing is is that what uh, you know, Coach uh, Arthur's Art Smith was up there talking about benching him, and you know the the the, the headline was you know Arthur Smith rips Marcus a new asshole kind of kind of thing. Yeah. But in in the thing, it didn't really seem like that. It just kind of seemed like he didn't take it well, and because he was Arthur Smith was the OC in Tennessee when we you know we benched Mario to here for Ryan Tannehill. So this is kind of the second time that Arthur Smith has had to bench him. But he's kind of like you know last time it was Mike Rabel, and I was kind of the person you lean on, and now I'm the coach doing the same thing. And they're talking about him leaving the team and not coming back and whatnot. But then they then there's all these new photos of Marcus and a baby, like like his. And it says congratulations to Marcus and his partner, whatever the hell that means. But uh, on having a baby, so did he leave the facility to have <laughs> a baby? Was or... the baby Chinese? There is a forsaken <laughs> like, comment. Like, like where? I don't understand. Did he leave the facility because he was having a baby, or is, or is he being a baby? I guess. No, I guess is it. the whole thing. But because uh, it just doesn't seem like Marcus to kind of pout, and you know, even there's some great film of. Uh, of the the Titans, I think, in the playoffs that year, where Marcus was the backup, and Marcus is hugging Ryan Tannehill and like telling him, you know, like, hey man, this is your team now. You know, you're going to be great and all stuff. Like being very supportive, okay. even though he just lost his job, you know, a few weeks earlier. So I I, I don't it seems out of character for Marcus to pout. I didn't see as an inflammatory of story as you did. It didn't uh, project it. It was like like the coach was like, yeah, I'm a heart like. It was just like more. It was more about like they're not sure he's ever coming back, and that was his words. Right. We'll see how it plays out, man. All right. Um. Who? You, all right. Did you? Did you actually pick? You picked the Falcons, yeah? Yeah, yeah. All the way. Fal- Birds up or whatever they call it. Say. Whatever they say down there. Yeah, I don't even know. They, they're in- right. Is it rise up? Right. I feel like they're a rise team. I. They're annoying. Their whole fan base. <laughs> um. Philly. You're not going to confuse them with a Indianapolis Colts uh, uh, fan base. Anyway, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, they're heading into the Windy City. Oh, I've already used the Windy City twice now. I'm fucked. Uh, the, the gateway to the north. Uh, Chicago. Uh, <laughs> Gene. <laughs> well, that was quite the introduction. Um, I just checked the weather, and uh, it's it's going to be a beautiful, sunshiny day. <laughs> so that means the, uh, the nature factor... <laughs> For the Bears is not going to be, uh, is not going to be a factor. So uh, the is Fields, um, is Fields back? I haven't heard. Did he played last week, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was. I thought he did. I'm pretty sure he did. And by the way, Justin Fields, uh, take a look at Kyler Murray. That's your future. Anyway. Well, as much as I love Justin Fields' mom's cookies, I am going with the Eagles. To take the win. Yeah, who's not picking the fucking Eagles here? Toomey? And I think Justin Fields is going to come in <laughs> and uh, stake a claim to the stadium up there, the old Soldier Field. You know what? Hey, come out like warriors. What? J- Jalen Hurts, look at Kyler Murray. That's also your future, but uh, your short term seems pretty good, but just long term, you know. 
This is a scrambling quarterback bit that I'm going with if it's not landing. <laughs> I'm not very accurate. I run around and I can get 170 yards rushing. And then one day yeah, my knee is going to get blown out. Are they the Spider-Man meme where they're just pointing at each other? Yeah, um, there you go. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, we're going to win one for the Gipper here on this one. I think that's a, that's a Bears uh, saying, right? Uh, yeah, we're going to go with the Bears on this one. Right on. I like that that, that, that pick. So Detroit uh, feeling pretty good after uh, uh, taking down the Vikings successfully for four quarters, not just three and a half like they did the, in the previous meeting. They're heading to New York, actually New Jersey, which is where the New York Jets play. Uh, so what do you got here, Gene? Uh, this is an ugly game. Yeah, as who much is going to be announcing this one to me? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, Rod Woodson and... Um... <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> anyway, Gene. Uh, this, uh, right Gene's now, stroking I, his I'm beard. Gonna... That means he's, he's going to change this pick on Sunday. Well, this is a, this is a possible change. Um, who's who's going to be quarterbacking on Sunday for the Jets? Is the question. Is it going to be the uh, the future of the NFL? Is it going to be Mike White? I mean, he got folded in half mm-hmm. on Sunday. That motherfucker they, they just took it like a fucking hockey player. Put it put his took his tooth, threw it on the dirt, fucking went out and played more, man, and then went to the hospital after the game. But yeah, I, I, exactly. I think he's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll pick with the, I'll pick the Jets. I think yeah, the comeback kids. Let's see if they can do it. Uh, Detroit, they're still Detroit. I yeah. Let's go with the Jets. I'm going Jets. That's what my pick is. Clicked it. There it is. I got the Jets too. Jared Goff, you're not going to be playing the Viking defense this week. Uh, so absolutely not. And you're on the road. Whatever. And you're what Dan Dan Campbell. He's gonna he's gonna Dan Campbell this thing up. So to me. Uh, this this game will be uh, spearheaded by Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. Oh, nice! <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm actually just throwing those out. That's actually pretty much every Titans game has been Andrew Catalan <laughs> and James Lofton this year, and uh, and it's been awful each week. Um, but I'm gonna man, the Detroit Lions are the hottest team in football. They five in a row, they, right? They huck it, they chuck, they chuck it. Five in a row. They just took down the mighty Minnesota Vikings, who are. I mean, I don't want to break it to you guys. But I'm looking very good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, when the Lions come in and, 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 and take you down, you kind of got to reassess everything. And yeah, I think it's like that against that team, though. No, no. no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Aaron. Future Titans quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Detroit Lions, they, they are hot, hot, hot. I mean, Paris Hilton thinks they're hot. Um, good, good data reference there. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with the. So is it chilly Detroit hot or Paris Hilton into- hot? Boom. Two different kinds of hot. Uh, I mean, this is definitely like, I would say that the Minnesota Vikings are chilly hot. Like they seem more like a chilly team because a good, okay. hearty, meaty team. Okay. Yeah. The Detroit Lions, they are just hucking it, chucking it, throwing it around the, throwing it around the yard. And, uh, and yeah, so I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got Pittsburgh Steelers traveling down to Carolina. Carolina actually playing some solid football. I think they're the best team in the NFC South. <laughs> what do you got here, Chief? I'm going. Actually, I'm, I'm giving them the edge on uh, to take this one. I I know. I think I what I, I picked against the Steelers last week, or did I pick them to win. I don't remember. Fuck if I, you think I memorized this shit? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't. I usually try to keep my notes somewhere, but anyhow, let's move on. Carolina Panthers. I'm taking the home team. All right. Did Kenny Pickett get hurt? Is he out? Uh, I think it was, was he not was he in concussion protocol? I don't know if he's out out or not. Yeah. Either way, Steelers got this one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers on this one. Uh, you know, they're they're gonna go down and uh, just just show them how it's done. Show them what a real football team looks like. There you go. Um, <laughs> the uh, the red hot Dallas Cowboys just destroyed what, what an amazing victory against the horrible Indianapolis Colts. Just about got their ass handed to them by the fucking worst team in the league. They are heading down to Jacksonville, another team that uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, Toomey probably doesn't care for too much. Uh, Gene, who's winning this one? Well, as impressive as their, as their win was on Sunday, I am going against the Jaguars, and I'm taking the Cowboys to take to take it to the home team. Yeah, the Cowboys have played one dominant quarter of football in the last eight. Oh, man, I have the Cowboys pick, but you know what? Now that I'm saying this shit out loud, I'm going Jaguars. I need to gain some points on Gene, too, so Jaguars. The, the thumb pulls it out. The, the thumb head, <laughs> thumb head, uh, he combs his hair and, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they, they turned a corner this last week against the Tennessee Titans. They, they, they finally put it all together in the first round pick and Doug Peterson and all of their weapons. Like all these guys they got off the scrap heap, like Evan Ingram <laughs> and Zay Jones. They're just all coming together just at the right time. But, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, I'm gonna go with Gene on this one though and pick the Dallas Cowboys because I just think the Cowboys are just gonna run it up and just just uh, huck it, chuck it football on them too. Man. I, <laughs> I, I got nothing. I'm starting to notice a pattern in your assessments <laughs> of some of these games. Uh, all right, then we have Kansas City going to Houston. Uh, Houston uh, fresh off their almost vict- a moral victory, frankly, against Dallas. Uh, Gene, <laughs> Kansas uh, City. Yeah, by the way, they they lost right. They did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, against the Bengals. But then they beat somebody. No, they beat the Broncos. Ninety-nine percent are picking the Chiefs. I don't think we've had anything over ninety-five this year. I'd like to see that graphic where the one percent. Yeah, who who is the one (laughs) percent? We're gonna find out right now, right, Gene? It'll be be a mystery. Yeah. Well, I have a feeling that Kansas City is going to go down to Sin City and take out those dang dirty Texans, uh, led by Mr. <laughs> Bill Kinney. And Sin just, City. It's, it's all over for them. That, that, that hot streak is coming to an end. <laughs> Chiefs will be home. Yeah, they're not going to put it, they're not going to string together two moral victories. Uh, Chiefs roll in this one. Not back to back. Oh, this is another game of. Uh... The former Texans are playing the current Texans. Come on, Baco, where you at on that one? That was actually solid. The Kansas City Chiefs are the former Dallas Texans. Uh, The I I like that. That's a that's a nice take there. Thanks, everybody. Put it together for to me. All right. As much as I would love to pick the Houston Texans on here, uh, I I will take the Kansas City Chiefs. I I do believe that they will pull this one out. I was waiting for you to pick them. I wanted to hear it. <laughs> you just called him a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> you wuss. You wuss. You're a pathetic. 
Oh, okay, yeah, we can move on. Uh, the Cardinals now. Um, uh, so it, it's all about whether or not Cliff Kingsbury gets fired this year. Uh, they're heading up to Denver. Speaking of coaches about to get fired, they're playing the Broncos. Uh, I, I got nothing here. Yeah, uh, does anybody want to watch this game? Yeah, who's calling this game? To me? God, <laughs> you know what? I, hold on, I, I just found out that Toomey and I are actually going to be doing the color and play-by-play -play for this game. Oh wow! Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that'll be worth doing in for. Yeah. Uh, this is actually uh, uh, Kevin Harlan and Tiki Barber. I believe will be calling this game. Ah, uh, yeah, I like Kevin Harlan. Yeah, yeah he's good. I like him. Too. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. He doesn't deserve this game. No, he doesn't deserve this. Oh, my God. Must-see TV. Yeah, this is another one of those coin flip, but who really cares kind of games. Um, but if I'm going for a point, I'm going to see if Denver can edge this one out. I mean, they got nothing to play for. And I think they, other than pride, I think they're going to get on their, their high horses and try to ride this one to a victory. I'm going to go with the... Uh... Kyler Murray only cares about Kyler Murray bump that the Cardinals are going to have here and take on and of course beat the, the sappy and crappy Denver Broncos yeah Colt McCoy is going to he's coming around oh you know what take solid backup I didn't know that he was the guy yeah he's uh, I think he's he's been somewhat okay this year but uh, taking on Russell Wilson and those Broncos <laughs> boy. but uh, yeah I will I will take the Arizona Cardinals in this one too <laughs> All right. Well, actually, we don't know if Riz, is he Wilson going to be cleared for that game. Uh, oh, and he get hurt? hurt. Who's the backup? And uh, oh yeah, he got smacked pretty good. He had a big old welt in the side of his. Oh head. yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I'm going to change my pick. I already picked the fucking team with the backup quarterback for sure. So mine could switch before Sunday. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> All right, so uh, New England Patriots heading to Vegas. They're, uh, you know, this team has no fun no matter what they do. So Vegas won't be a distraction for them. <laughs> oh, my spidey senses are telling me that Vegas could possibly pull this one out. I know it's hard to go against Belichick. He always seems to find a way to deflate balls or find ways to win. I mean, I meant to say that uh, the. I'm going to go with the Raiders to see if they can do the upset on this one. Well, I guess there's 51% of the people, now that I'm looking, are picking that as well. So it's almost a 50-50 game. So I guess I'm in, I'm not in the minority going with the Raiders. Baco, where are you going with this one? You know, I, I, I think Derek Carr's already got his bags packed. He's heading to Nashville after this uh, season to be the uh, quarterback for the Tennessee Titans. Be quite a uh, lineup outside that stadium for the quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Tennessee's going the opposite direction next year, I'm telling you. They're going to have Brady, fucking Aaron Rodgers, and Derek Carr. That's going to be their fucking one, two, three punch. All right. Patriots are going to win this. Oh. What was Gene's pick? I went with the home team, Raiders. Uh, let's see here. So the former Oakland Raiders are going to be taking on the Boston Patriots. So mm. let's see. <laughs> We're just going to do a history lesson for the rest of this uh, thing here. I will. I will take. Uh, you just can't bet against New England. You got. You, you got a New England coming to town, rested up. You know, oh, going to bed. Former by coach, uh, or the protege, yeah. oh, blaming, yeah, yeah. blaming the uh, the mentor, the mentee yeah, versus the mentor. And, and I do believe that Belichick has a very nice record against his former assistants. So I will take uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. He just rolls in and is like, I made you, bitch. 
All right, the Bengals heading to the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers sitting in first place with that gaudy 6-7 and seven record. What do we have here, Gene? <laughs> as much as I want, I wonder if Tom Brady's going to find a way to uh, pick up his ego, pick up, scrape it off the bottom of his shoes after that horrible performance. I still can't pick him. I'm going to go with the Bengals to win. Yeah, Uh-oh. me too. Yeah, I don't care. You know, Tom Brady back in town. Um, he's he, you know, he's thinking about what he's going to do next year in Tennessee. Or he's got, a, he's got, he's got to get some. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of squish. Now we're talking in uh, Tampa Bay. Um, he definitely just got a bunch of squish back in in the in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's what was what the problem was the other night. But you know, he's licking his wounds. Um, they they did show a graphic. And yeah, <laughs> that's what we're going to call her. We're going to call her wounds. Um, they were showing the uh, graphic wounds. the other day that uh, <laughs> every season that he's had a beat down like this in the regular season, he's went on to win the Super Bowl. So uh, I think, t- you know, Tom Brady gets his crew back and, uh, and and pulls this one out against the lowly Cincinnati Bengals. I'm officially pulling for the Bucks now to like just just basically skim into the playoffs and then just roll on the road every game. Although they'll, they'll host one if they win the division. But anyway. Right. All right. So the Giants then are heading to Washington to play the Commanders, the Commies. Gene. This is usually a tough game if I remember correctly. I am going to edge the, with the uh, the home team on this one. I'm going with the Commanders. Baco, what do you got? Well, who has a better punter? Um, that's what uh, I want to know. Uh, yeah, the Commanders are going to win this one. Man, you just can't go against those G-men coming into town. And how is this the Sunday night matchup? There is such a fucking bias <laughs> for the NFC East. Just boring-ass football for the last 20 years. Even when their teams are good, they're boring as fuck. Why would you ever look at this go, this would be a great matchup late in the season on Sunday night football? Anyway. Yeah, that's a... I mean, no one was picking either of these teams to be good this year. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, but I will go with the the seven and f- seven five and one New York Giants heading to the seven five and one uh, Washington Commanders <laughs> for a rematch for a of the. Can I change well, my pick to a tie? Well, well, if they tie, then that would be the second tie they've had this year between the same two teams. Oh, it's be awesome! I'm rooting for uh, it. So yeah, so I will pick the uh, the New York Giants coming coming into town, and laying it down. Well, the Rams got a baker, and he's he's chucking biscuits, and they're heading to Green Bay where, well, they eat a lot of biscuits. Anyway, Gene. Uh, well, yeah, that was that. I, I think I called that last week. If Baker plays, he's going to find a way to win, and I didn't pick him to win, though. And you you convinced me he wasn't going to play. I who the, the guy was on, literally on a plane while we were recording to his new team who. What what idiot would start him? Well, no, he didn't start, right? He, but he came in. He came off the bench, per, like in the first quarter, though. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, so Packers over Rams. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go with that. Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. No. Man, I don't ever want to hear that go pack go thing on this show ever again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh uh, uh, yeah! Once again, Gene, you're just like I don't. You're, you're you're I don't think you're a fan. You're just a troll. You're like rooting for Kirk Cousins to get hurt, playing the Go Pack Go song. I don't even know. I, I, I <laughs> rooting for him to get hurt. 
No, I don't want him to get hurt. I, I want our offensive line to actually protect their damn quarterback. Don't put words in my mouth that I stuffed in yours. Okay. So anyway, uh, the Los Angeles Rams are going to take the Packers here. The Packers are horrible. Uh, they've had a week to kind of like forget about football. So they're going to be even worse. So yeah, the Rams, Baker Mayfield, he, he's got one more magic game in him before the, the dust is gone. <sighs> what was Gene's pick? I took the home team, the Packers. All right. Oh, man. Baker Mayfield, you just can't pick against this guy. I've been I've been rooting for him all year. And now they're saying now that he is the first quarterback in, like, the Super Bowl era to start for three separate teams in the same calendar year. So he mm-hmm. be the Browns, uh, Carolina, and now the Rams. Uh, that Baker magic, man, you just can't. He's baking up some, some, some Baker magic. And I will also say that Green Bay, they're probably too partied out because Pantera was just announced to yeah. co-headline the Wisconsin Rock Fest in 2023. So they're up there partying. Really? I had not even heard that. Now, uh, oh, yeah. all right, nice. So they, they're up there just, you know, just eating themselves full of cheese. No, cheese but yeah, there's curds. no way they know about that because when you get a week off where you can go, you leave fucking Green Bay. You don't stick around. Like, there's literally not one member of that team that stayed in Green Bay on their bye week. So, yeah. The- I'm talking, you know, the, the team, the fans. Every, I mean, there might not even be anybody at the stadium. Like, yeah, all so, the, well, they're, the they're, stadium they're always so sells out because they're, they're suckers and they're, you know, they're sheep. <laughs> there's not, I've, I've been to Green Bay once. There's not a lot going on in Green Bay. There's an <laughs> Applebee's. There is an Applebee's. Is it Applebee's in Appleton, Wisconsin? There's, of course, one in Appleton, yeah. Appleton's just outside of Green Bay there. I will say, whatever hotel we stayed at in Green Bay, pretty pretty nice little, you know, rustic. Had a, had a not nice, too bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> it was nice. But, uh, yeah, the uh, the Rams coming to town, Los Angeles Rams, you know, mm. with all the glitz and the glamour coming to little old Green Bay, Wisconsin, and they're just going to just show them how football is supposed to be played. Nice. So you're picking the Rams? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, that gets to our headliner matchups. In, uh, on the Saturday kicks off noon with the Vikings hosting the Jeff Saturday-led led Indianapolis Colts. Or is it a Saturday game with a coach named Saturday going to help them out? Man, I got to tell you, I don't give a fuck what happens. You, The Vikings can't fucking not win this game. Gene, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, they they are. Th- I think they're going to be working double time to, to make up for that debacle in Detroit. The debacle in Detroit. Hey, let's let's mm. roll with that. The Who do you think you Detroit. are, Paul Allen? Yes. That's <laughs> the debacle in Detroit. Ah, my voice is on TV. I love myself. All grace to God. There's my Paul Allen uh, impersonation. Nice. Thanks. Well done. I was like I was. It was like you're in a urinal looking at a picture of him advertising a diamond store while you're pissed. Before we make this big, you said all grace to God, which reminded me today, my wife who works in retail, uh, she got mad because her first transaction of the day was like an $85 return. And the lady (laughs) said, the lady said, I prayed to Jesus that I could return this. And Melissa said, no, that's just our return policy. Like, you didn't have to pray to anybody. (laughs) You know what? Um, I don't know how big of a kudos that you can transfer for to her for me, but well done. That that was bold and and by the way, spot on. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking to praying to God about whether or not you can return something. <laughs> All right, Re- go ahead, remind me again why I don't go to church. Gene, what do we got here? 
Well, hopefully they didn't miss the prayers of a starving child somewhere for that one. At uh, any rate, uh, <laughs> Vikings and Colts. Boy, yeah, when Indianapolis comes to town, boy, you better sit up and take notice. They do have a good record against us. However, the Vikings are going to be doing their best. They're going to have the home team. Or the, they're on the home field. They're going to get the the, uh, the 12th man, so to speak, out there. Um, Aaron, what do you think on this one? Can't lose a game like that against that team, though. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota for the win. Wow. Well, you, you just jinxed us by pulling in a fucking Packer guy. Uh, and speaking of which, uh, Indianapolis and Green Bay are the only fan bases whiter than the Minnesota fan base. Uh, just uh, want to throw that out there. Um, I don't give a fuck. I honestly, this team needs to fucking figure something out on, on the defensive side. Uh, Matt Ryan is slow and old, and he should toss us a couple interceptions. The Vikings should win this one, but probably not handily. It'll be like a two-point victory. Uh, I'll, I'll have a heart attack at some point, and then things will be good. Does your little private room have a defibrillator in it? Oh, yeah. It's uh, built into the couch. I'm not room? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, Indianapolis is fan base full of a lot of lot of old white dudes with their jerseys tucked into their jeans. Like tuck, they, they tuck, tuck their them in like a Kiss in. fan, baby. <laughs> so, they, uh, they don't skip the buffet. Uh, so, yeah. No, they do not skip the buffet. A lot of, a lot of big white women. Damn. Um, the, uh, yeah, the Colts come into town. They, they've packed it in. Yeah. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is just just a bum back there running back. And Matt Ryan, a thousand years old. Hey, Aaron Rodgers might go to the Colts, you know. Hmm. Well, I mean, they do have a revolving door at quarterback of uh, old washed up quarterbacks. So hmm. you might as well just keep it going. Keep, keep, keep churning. Like a 38 so, or uh, older. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Their Tinder profile is uh, very specific <laughs> on what they want. Swipe right. <laughs> Uh, they would swipe all kinds of right on uh, Aaron Rodgers and that Hitler haircut that he's got. Um, <laughs> let's go with, uh, I'll take the home team here, the Skull Vikes. And, uh, or whatever. And, yeah, Gene's yeah, never ready, the, man. The, the, the Vikings have this one, man. All right, good enough. Yeah, they've bounced back from losses. Hopefully this is another one. Uh, it's the Tennessee. The Titans head out to L.A. La, 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 la land. Uh, to take on the Chargers, who are just feeling pretty good about kicking ass all over the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, as they should. So let's uh, let's go with that again for the win. Los Angeles home team. Sorry, Ooh. sorry to me. I picked them last week. I even even with that horrible <laughs> outfit that Derrick Henry was wearing, <laughs> that uh, I still kept my pick. I should have switched it. It was you were right. That if he dressed, well, no, he, he he screwed up when he dressed up. Then he was dressed like somebody off the street. I thought it was a guy from Walmart at first and, until I, oh, well, wait a minute. This is a professional football player. But I kept the pick there. I thought the Titans got this. Well, see, um, well, you, well, you, you messed up there. He only dresses up to the nines for away games. Home games, he dresses down. Nice. So you, you, you looked at the outfit the wrong way. Okay. Because technically he dressed up, he dressed down for the home game. He actually had a really good game aside from the fumble. But I'm just saying, like, he had a good game. It was just everything else around it you know, went to shit. So, uh, so, so we will see on, on Saturday when they when they load the plane 
I'll, I'll do like I've been doing, share it to the group, see what you think. Nice. And uh, and 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 see how he's dressed. I mean, I'm honestly on the way to Philadelphia. I wasn't really feeling that outfit. I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this one. Right. So we'll see. We'll see about the uh, the fit heading out to Los Angeles. Um, Baco, you got a pick? Yeah, I, I've said it from the beginning of the season. Um, week one, you convinced me that uh, it's all about the Titans. I'm going to ride or die with this team till the end of the year. It's Titans. Yeah, I mean, we're heading out to SoFi. Uh, last year, we didn't have any uh, uh, business beating the LA Rams in the building. Um, so I'm hoping that uh, we get some people back from IR and from just being injured, period. Uh, that would be great, maybe to have an actual, you know, starting lineup and not, you know, dudes off of practice squads here and there that we're picking up off the you know, off the street. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, I'm a giant Tennessee Titans fan. If you guys haven't noticed yet, and there are people on the field I that haven't. I have no idea who they are. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, who the hell is this guy? You know, and like, you have to start googling shit. And, and someone like myself starts to see numbers and names. I'm like, who the hell is that? But that's when I know there's a problem. Yeah. So hopefully through the week, we'll get some of our dudes back and Derek Henry will have a sweet outfit and we'll get back to our winning ways. Uh, if you guys, I believe, you know, I think it's if we win one more game, the Colts are out of it. So we don't have to worry about them anymore. And then we just have to worry about the Jaguars and dealing with those nonsensical dudes down there. Honestly, how they played the other day, though, I wouldn't mind fucking losing out, and letting them win the division, see if they have a shot. <laughs> I still think that we're going to win the division and lose in the first round of the playoffs. That's where I'm at. But the Vikings could actually help out there a little bit, right? You're saying that if we knock off the Colts, that's as good as you guys winning, right? Yeah, I believe you knock out. Yeah, you guys knock off the Colts, then they're out of the out of the running for the division, and then now all we have to worry about is the fucking Jaguars. Wires. What the hell? How is that happening? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, good for Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I was worried that he was ruined by what was the the that Urban Meyer. God, that guy. Seriously. What a douchebag. Anyway, uh, yeah, talk about Nav. I, I wish I could have seen the meet the the interview where the uh, the Jaguars owner is like, "You're the guy." <laughs> Whatever. Well, hopefully this is a good get well weekend for both our squads. And next Tuesday when we meet, guys, we're we're, we're just uh, it's all about eight no stopping us now and not. Uh, Hanging around rainy days and Mondays always get me down. So, uh, fucking A, man. Skull. Tighten up. Bye.